0: Off the ball, there's so many players like some like Martinelli and Man that you can get in a look in. Brazil are going to win that World Cup, lads. I think it's an absolute bank. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. So the draw for the 2023 Women's World Cup has been made. In New Zealand and the Republic of Ireland have been placed in a group with joint hosts Australia. Canada, and Nigeria. We play Australia on the opening day of the tournament in Sydney on Thursday, July the 20th. We then go to Perth to play Canada on Wednesday, July 26th. And the final group game is against Nigeria in Brisbane on Monday, July 31st. The top two teams qualify for the last 16. Remember, it's the Republic of Ireland's first ever appearance at a Women's World Cup Finals. We're delighted to be joined from Auckland by the manager of the Girls in Green, Vera Powell. Vera, how are you?
1: I am fine, thank you. A bit jet-lagged, but I'm fine. (laughs)
0: What a start it's going to be on the opening day in Sydney against Australia the joint hosts very exciting Vera
1: Something you can dream of eh uh, I mean if you go to the World Cup for the very first time and you are drawn against a home nation playing in in that full stadium going over the world and having that challenge um it's just a dream come come true right um and we yeah we we love pressure we love to embrace the biggest thing that we can uh, can experience. So let's go for it.
0: And we're going to be based for the whole tournament in Australia, Vera, and we'll have a lot of fans there. Australia will have a lot of fans at opening day, but we will have fans as well.
1: We all, uh, yeah, I think so. What what I hear here is that almost every family has an Irish background, uh, so there will be a bit of a dilemma in the households here. Uh, are we going to support Australia or or Ireland and uh, hopefully they will uh, the, the ones who are supporting Australia will also have a little spot in their heart for us. Um, but yeah, we, we, it is it is tough. Um, but yeah, and we have to travel a lot. Um, it's the only group that is traveling that much with three hours time difference between the first and the second game and then two hours back if I if I've been told very right, rightly. Um, so we have to make a lot of choices and a lot of decisions how to deal with it. Um but how fantastic is it? We have the Olympic champion in the in the group. And then Nigeria, that is by far the best of the of pot four. Um, it is all tough, but on the other hand, yeah, we can also steal some points and uh Nigeria can steal points. So let's see where we go.
0: We know Australia very we, we played them last year and we beat them.
1: Yeah, but we also need to be honest. Uh, I think that that's yeah. They, we cannot surprise them anymore, um, but it's true. We did we did win there. This will be a, a complete different game, a complete different pressure, a complete different moment. Uh, they will be at their best. They will get out of the starting blocks, and I, I'm afraid that the first half hour we just need to make sure that we keep the ball out. Um, But we've done that. we used to that. And then hopefully this half year we can do more in our attack and uh, keep the ball better uh, so that we can have a chance.
0: What do you know about the Olympic champions, Canada and Vera? Uh,
1: Canada is always a a team that plays with um, very high pace, big, um, physically big, strong, fast... Um, they do not have the most variable uh, game, they have a few very good players, especially Fleming I'm I'm very fond of, she's uh, creative, she has a very good feeling for spaces and can give penetrating passes, um, but for them, uh, yeah, getting crosses out because they're good headers um, making sure that we can resist a storm because Canada will be a storm on our goal
0: what about Nigeria? Would you know a bit about them given your role with South Africa in recent years, Vera?
1: Yeah, Nigeria, I know very well. Uh, strong. By the time they play us, a bit less organized. Usually they start very organized and then it, it's getting a bit less. Uh, but strong, fast, and very direct in their play. And tough, a tough opponent physically.
0: What will you be asking for in terms of logistics, in terms of travel, facilities, that kind of thing? Because as you say, it's going to be a lot of tracking.
1: Yeah, um, FIFA has allocated hotels. Um, we have for the first time we can choose a base uh, for the for the team, so that we travel, for example, from a central place, uh, only a few hours uh, to one side and the other side. Uh, but that is what we need to decide because we can also choose for venue hotels and that we travel from one venue to the other venue and that we bring everything with us. Um, so that is what tonight we're going to look at. We're also going to look at what would be our best opponents uh, as preparation uh, in the friendlies, and uh, hopefully by next week we know a lot, a lot more.
0: What are your thoughts and emotions been like since the win over Scotland?
1: Yeah, well, the moment that we won, it was uh, just magic. Like we are at work. How 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 did we do this? Um, because of course it was against all, all odds, and nobody expected us to achieve. I think uh, the Scotland game was ninety-two to two, um, and we did it again. Uh, so that was massive. With Portugal winning, so at halftime we knew that if we would win, that we were just qualified. So it was some. It was suddenly there, um, and then we had, of course, the the down the the, the, the bit of down of, of the song um, uh, that we yeah we we have to face. Um, We were wrong, we have done that wrong, Um, and UEFA is investigating it. Um, But now being here, everybody is so extremely enthusiastic that we have qualified, um, that they are so happy for us and and so proud of us. Yeah, this team is special. This team has emitted over the world already a lot of positives, and uh, I hope that we can get to a point that um, people forgive us for the mistake that we made, made, and uh, the players did not mean any bad with it, but they should have known better. And we were wrong and we apologized for it. And I I would like to do that again. Uh, And I hope that people will see how much we've done for the community, how much um, power we emit, how much we always are there for people who need us or that we can make a difference for people. And um, hopefully people can forgive us um, this moment of that we were not alert and that we did that
0: wrong. Is it important for you to stress, Vera, that we're there to compete and get out of the group, not just to make up the numbers at this World Cup?
1: Oh, we're definitely not making up the numbers. We're too good for that. Um, the thing is, do we have a realistic chance to get out of the group phase? Well, nobody will put their money on us. But that was also not against Scotland, and also not against Sweden, and also not against Finland. So we are go there to win. That that, that is for sure. If we manage, that's another thing. But it will be exciting games, and people will notice that we will give our whole heart and soul for it, and that we will be ready to face these these yeah these giants of opponents that we we are going to meet in the in the World Cup.
0: What is on your agenda then for the next few months? Is it watching players? Is it going to games? Is it working out your squad? Is it going to Australia a few times? What's on the plan? Uh,
1: The plan is that now, these days, we're going to look at all the venues uh, that we choose the hotels that we make decisions in that. Um, and for the players we are uh, yeah we're looking of course always for, for for players for better players it's a national team it's never a set team uh, but hopefully we can find games in November no, no. hopefully we can sort it out. Um, as you all know we have used money for the November to have a very good camp in June to qualify. Um, but we do get money from FIFA and we hope that we can manage to have games in November. And that is really important because that's actually the only window where we can uh, take risks and uh, try out players and try out different styles. Because we then have only February and April as um, as windows. So closer to the tournament, you have to set your team and go further. Uh, a lot of work to do. Um, But I want to highlight also that we've already had a meeting um, in which we have discussed what can it do for the whole game in Ireland, what what can we do for the the National League, what can we do for grassroots, what can we do for education, Um, how can we bring the World Cup the experience and the knowledge of the World Cup back to the clubs in Ireland. So we're looking at a much broader perspective. Um, And people that know me know also that that is my heart, that it's never just one thing. uh, Because in my opinion, the one cannot live without the other and cannot exist without the other. Uh, So we need to be there for them like they have always been there for us.
0: You want a legacy out of this World Cup? You don't want it to be wasted?
1: The legacy must be that the world knows the players, um, that the players will have a change of their lives. Um, that little girls, um, know that, um, that you can get to this stage, if you really, really want it, and you you put that as a goal into your development, um, that they have their idols, that we inspire the next generation, and that we create a pathway for every single girl in Ireland, uh, from from six-year-olds to the very top, or wherever your own top then ends, but that there's a pathway for every single girl. I see that as my legacy um, that I'm aiming for.
0: Would you like to have a game, a standoff game at the Aviva Stadium, Vera?
1: Yes, of course. I've always said we first need to qualify, but when we've qualified, I'm open for any any big thing that we can organize.
0: And just in terms of your picking your squad, what is going to be important? Players playing first team football, experience, leadership, what will be the factors that make your, your decisions?
1: Well, first of all, the best players. And then the choose the choice of who is playing which game. You've seen that that can differ, and that is related to the opponent and what balance is the best balance for us to uh to have a chance to win.
0: Just in terms of Courtney Brosnan, she was very symbolic, wasn't she, of the improvement we made in between the Euros and the World Cup.
1: Yeah. Um, jan Wille van Ede, our goalkeeping coach, has had a massive impact on her development. Because, of course, technically, in those few days, you don't do much more. She needs to do that at the club. But Jan-Willem van Ede is is an international, highly rated uh, 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 goalkeeping coach, an educator especially, and he has taught her about her positioning, how if you get a little bit further out of your goal, then you don't even have to dive. If you are two meters inside, then you can cover the whole goal area. If you are not going to step back, but step forward, you get that high goal. And that is what he's always working on. And they take that to their clubs and they uh, develop it further, Come back. And that is what he's always talking about, um, and what he's always training when they are in uh, in our camp. Um, and you've seen such a massive improvement in the whole goalkeeping area, in 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 that sense. And uh, yeah, that is fantastic to see. And yeah, Courtney. What I said, Amber Amber made the difference in the goal, but Courtney to me was really the player of the match because without her, we would haven't even been in the situation that the Amber goal would have uh, given us the qualification.
0: Amber's interesting because she was uh, off the bench. So there's a lot of players that were injured that missed out. You want to have a very strong squad, so you can bring back players now that can impact the team off the bench in Australia.
1: Yeah, hopefully the injuries will clear up a bit, although Alan Malloy and Jessica Sioux, um, they have a cushioned ligament injury and they will miss the World Cup, unfortunately. Two very promising players who have the creativity what we are missing by times. And um, yeah, we, we will miss them and you cannot replace that.
0: And just to finish, like we don't want to single people out, but it, like, with Denise Sullivan playing for North Carolina Courage, for Katie McCabe for playing for Arsenal, they're in the top environments. And that's what you want yeah. to see more of. Players in the top environments that can then lead the team.
1: Yeah. But on the other hand, the players need to play at the top environment that is top for them. If if they end up yeah. on the bench, it doesn't help them. And you can and you see how the players that have chosen for a situation where they can play every week under high pressure, that they are rising to the occasion. Um, and players that choose a big team but ending up on the bench uh, you need to play so that will not help uh, a player but the highest level you can play so for Denise and Katie that is the the super super top level Um, that is their level and others need to grow to it and, and need to take the steps in between like Denise and Katie have also made steps in between
0: Finally Vera I'm sure you've got a load of good messages and lots of messages of goodwill in the last few weeks
1: Thank you. Yeah, we I, uh, we do did get that. It's uh, it's a shame that we also were, were also very very busy because uh, um, yeah, that that really really um, we really regret what happened in the dressing room. Um, but we also we, we should not forget what an amazing achievement we have, uh, we, have uh, we have made.
0: Well, Vera, thanks for speaking to Off the Ball Saturday. It's yeah. been a long trip for you to Auckland. Safe home. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you a lot more between now and next summer. Take care. Thank
1: you so much. Bye-bye.